Greetings and salutations, podcast listeners. This is B. Reimer and the Jeff, as always, here with another wonderful edition of the podcast. Boy, oh boy, the Jeff we were talking. What, 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 what? What is wrong with some of these people? I'm not talking about Black Lives Matter politicians. I'm talking about people standing up for themselves. That's right, I said standing up for themselves. People like Drew Brees. I wanted to talk about that last night. I totally left it out. How many times has he apologized? Four times? Three, three or four times? Should he have apologized? No. Shouldn't have been apologized for anything. What, is, what does he have to apologize for? He said stand for the flag. He was talking about the flag. He didn't say a racial slur. He didn't say anything derogatory. He just said stand for the flag and show respect. I don't need to tell you what he said. You can look it up. I'm not a history teacher. I'm not a spokesperson for Drew Brees. I'm just telling you. Look at what he said. Why should he apologize? He's made these comments numerous times. And he keeps having to apologize. Just like the NFL wants to apologize for all they've done. Why are you apologizing now? Jeff, we talked about this. You're frustrated about it. Why? If you take a shit, stand by your shit. Don't back down from it. Don't bow down to kiss their asses. Why? Just like I said last night, we have to make a stand. And I did get a lot of hate mail. I did get a lot of negative feedback. You're racist. Oh, you don't know what you're talking about. Black lives matter. White lives don't matter. You're a bigot. You're a homophobe. Yeah, I, I, then the list was endless. I'm still getting them as as we speak. But not enough Americans are standing up because I don't have the time to go through them and read them and tell tell them how I really feel. I'm gonna let them exercise their right because it is their right. You feel that way? Great. I'm not going to add fire to the fire. I'm not going to add anything to what you've said. I'm not going to be. I'm not going to pull an Al Sharpton. I'm not going to pull a Reverend Jez- Jackson Jackson. Excuse me. I, I'm having a hard time speaking because I'm getting a little excited. <laughs> Jeff looking over at me with a the normal look. He knows it's going to be a bad, bad podcast. We had this discussion that we've actually went into the negative on these podcasts. That people probably would rather us die than listen to these. That's okay. But why, why, why apologize? Why are more people standing? Why are more people standing up for themselves? Just today, I found out. A local establishment has a name that is a racial slur that I never knew. Didn't care to ever know. It's none of my business. How most Americans should look at things, none of your business. If you don't want to be a patron of this establishment, don't go. 
The name says it all. If you don't like the name, it bothers you, then don't go. But people are making a big deal of it. Calling for the owner to change the name. Yeah, sir, change your name that you've had for 30 years. Change it. I tell him no. And he's not going to change the name. I wouldn't. Now, he could go, and he could abbreviate it. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm not going to say the name of the podcast due to... You can probably guess, if you do some Google searches, of racial slurred bar businesses in local areas, especially in the Central Florida Orlando area, and get an idea of what I'm talking about. But if you want to change the name of that, why don't you change the name of Crack Barrel? I could take offense to that if I wanted to. If Obama was president, I could have made a big deal of it. White Lives Matter. People wouldn't have been for it. I probably would have been stoned and criticized and ridiculed for what I said. But why not? Everyone else is doing it. So why not stand up? Why not be a man and not apologize? That's what I'm asking. That's what I'm asking. I We did the whole stand up for yourself yesterday. And like I said, I got ridiculed for it. I'm, I'm proud to get rid I have nothing else to lose. What do I have to I'm not a big celebrity. I'm not somebody who people look up to. I'm an ordinary blue-collar citizen, like I've said in previous podcasts. I have nothing else to lose. If anything, I have things to gain. The Jeff here, he would rather us gain. He'd rather us win. He knows that if these people who listen to this podcast hate it that much, or want to clarify it and classify it as a hate speech racial and racist and racism and all this other selfish name calling that they want to call instead of thinking, listening respecting because that's what we've done for hundreds of years is respected each other until now just like racism and Black Lives Matter everything that's going on in the last five years we'll, we'll, we'll just go five years out We won't go beyond that. But just in the last five years, just like coronavirus, we've pushed the goalpost. We've pushed the envelope. What mattered at one point in time doesn't matter anymore. Because if you remember, all lives mattered at one time. And it was okay for you to say that. Blue lives matter. It was okay for you to say that. Now it's not. It's not okay for you to say that. The goalpost and the sensitivity changed. Because now you're you're appeasing to another demograph out there. You're getting a good and honest opinion out there. They don't want that. Like I said yesterday, Black Lives Matter is not a racial thing. It's not about black lives. If it was, we would have done something about it a long time ago. No. No, because we did. It's a political movement. 
always been a political movement. Somebody like Elizabeth Warren is banking off of this right now. Now she wants to deface and remove Confederate soldiers from graves with Union soldiers. Basically put them somewhere where they shouldn't be. She wants to not rest in peace our soldiers, our, our, our people who fought for our freedom. White, black, because we don't know who they were. We don't know. We're just saying Confederacy. We're, gonna, we're just going to move them. We don't care how or why. We're going to deface them because we've defaced everything else. We didn't read a history book. We don't care about history. We want to move on with the history we want. So let's just take these bodies that we shouldn't move and shouldn't bother with and dehumanize ourselves and be dehuman and show disrespect and move them. That is a complete disrespect to anybody. And people need to stand up to that. Just like standing up, like I said, stand up for yourself. Don't apologize. No one in this country needs to apologize. For what? What did you do? You were born? So my child who's five years old needs to apologize because she's half white? Because she was born from a white man and a Dominican woman who was also Spaniard? <laughs> you gotta be shitting me. Just like an Asian baby should apologize for her ancestors bombing Pearl Harbor to apologize to all the white people, maybe black people who were involved? Is that gonna happen? No. Have we asked for it to happen? No. It's history. It happened. It defined us. Our history defines us. It, it turns us. It makes us stronger. You know, Kelly Clarkson wrote a song about it. What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. But we forget about that as we sing along. That's okay, though. We want to apologize. We want to get on our knees and, and, and apologize for something we didn't do. But the NFL, oh, we were so wrong. We were so wrong. So why did Drew Brees apologize? Well, one, his agent and publicist probably told him to. Family may have said, don't, don't make us look bad. His team, coach, don't make us look bad. Somebody got to him, made him apologize. It wasn't him, he didn't do it on his own. If he did, he wouldn't have made the comments. Why say something and then apologize? Because if you remember, you were ridiculed, you were singled out. You lost everything just by saying a simple word that started with the N. But now, you don't even have to go down that road anymore. You could just say, my life is better than yours. It, it means more. That changes the whole narrative. We can have a show called Blackish, but we can't have a show called Whitish. That's racist, no. Every show is, is whitish. You've had your turn, now it's our turn. We have BET, biggest racist network in the world. Don't let them hear you say that, though. Don't let them hear you say that. It's true. 
We don't have white entertainment television. Because if we did, we'd be singled out as racist. Because then you would say, oh, well, every, every channel's white entertainment television. No, not exactly. It's multiracial. So why? Why apologize? Why is anyone apologizing? Stand up for yourself. Like I said, I'm getting mail. And it, it, it's, it's... Like I said, what do I have to lose? What should I say? I'm not, I, I've already said all I need to say on these things. People out there are defacing national monuments. They're taking them down. They want to take down every Confederate soldier. Half of them were Democrat. So Democrats want to take down everything that was Democrat because they didn't do their homework. But they want to brainwash you into thinking, oh, that's a Republican. What about Abraham Lincoln who abolished slavery? He was a Republican. People they somewhat forget about that. That part of history is left out. Some of you know that. Some of you don't want to know that. Some of you have forgotten that Democrats were the ones who pushed for slavery. The same ones telling you to go out and riot, loot, protest, destroy Black Lives Matter, supporting the political movement of your life. They're the ones who are hypocrites. They're the ones who have blood on their hands. Not Republicans. Not white people. And is it really about slave owners? The Confederacy? Or is it just about because they were white? We don't have enough black statues. Well, why not if we take down a Martin Luther King statue? Then will everything be okay? Take down a street that's named after Obama or Martin Luther King. Would that be okay? Would you be okay with that? No, you wouldn't. You have black history, we have white history. We are ashamed of what, and, 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 and we don't approve of what happened. But none of us were alive. You don't know what I go through, and I don't know what you go through. But we should come together, and we should make for a better future. How we live today is going to define us in the future. And the way we're living right now, it's complete heresy. It's unjust. This isn't the way we should be living. No, we shouldn't. We don't need to live this way. Tucker Carlson, Fox News show host. He said exactly what I've said. A lot of you have seen it. A lot of people are tweeting, I stand with Tucker Carlson. I stand with him. Because he could lose his job. He could lose everything he's got. Due to saying and speaking his mind. He needs more people like myself and others to stand up. Because our Republican politicians don't have balls, like Mitch McConnell and others, to stand up for themselves. To create, to not create the divide, but to unite and say, whoa, 
you guys have got to understand something. We're not going to apologize. But we're going to stand with you. In this fight. And then, like I said, the goalpost has moved. Every time they gain an inch, they want a yard. But that's okay, you know. We're letting him do it. Democrats want to label the Republican Party as racist when they were the ones that were racist and still are. What have they done for the black community? They've been around longer than Republicans. What is George Washington and all these other politicians that have been long gone years and years and years ago? Defacing and abolishing their history, what is that going to prove? What agenda is that going to approve? What, what are you going to gain from somebody who's dead? Because he's dead, he can't defend himself? Why not look at your own leaders, your own organizers, your own people who are telling you to do this, brainwashing you? Why don't you look at them and ask them what they're going to do for you? President Trump's trying to help you. Other people who are in power are trying to help you, but you're too blind to see because you've let these people who are of the same skin tone as you, who are hate mongers, rule your judgment, rule your brain, rule your everyday function. Because you think you're supporting a great cause when you're not. You're supporting hate. You're supporting and living and breathing racism to a country that you have every right to do, but don't ask for a handout if you're going to bite the hand that feeds. Defund the police. Yeah, let's do that. Let's defund them, the very people who put their lives on the line for you. People who were there at 9-11, which most black people, I'm going to tell you, from what I've read online, the people I've come in contact with over the years, 9-11 was not a big deal to them. A lot of them hoped that a lot of white people died that day. And they were glad it happened. Why? Because it was a proven point that a Republican president was in power, a white man. And that he watched his country bleed. They hoped white people died. You know how that hurt me? If I had had a person in my family or a friend who had died in 9-11... I would want to call this person out. I'd want this person, I would give them my phone number and address to meet me so I could whoop their ass. You don't say that about history. You don't say that about an unfortunate event. Yes. Oh, well, my people died. Hundreds of, it's a sad thing. I, I'm, I'm completely embarrassed about it. I hate that my history brought pain to yours, but we can rebuild which we have done, and move forward. We can go hand in hand. I remember growing up and watching commercials about Unite and Unity and making the world a better place. If you remember in the 80s and 90s, there were a lot of commercials like that. Where you seen multiple colored figures, men, women, holding hands, mostly, you know, drawings and, you know, Unite. Help stop the fight of pollution or help stop the fight of uh, hate and 
Let's unite and make the world a better place. Some, some, somewhere along the line, somebody forgot that. And it's the very leaders who are poisoning you right now. So I stand with Tucker Carlson. Because somebody has to. He's saying exactly what needs to be said. CNN is bowing down. I'm sorry, if you kneel during the national anthem, that's your business. Like I said, you're going to get ridiculed. If you don't stand at the flag, that's fine. Don't stand for it. Do whatever you feel like you need to do. But don't talk about oppression and racism when you were raised by a white family when you're half white. What are you saying to those people? Why did you adopt me? Why did you love me? Did you ask them that? Are they still giving you money? Are you giving them money? Because like, you don't have a job. Now everybody wants to hire, hire Colin Kaepernick. It's, it was made about the fly. Now it's made about oppression. And cops. But he specifically said, I'm not going to stand for a flag that allows hate and oppression in my, in my country. And that's fine. You're, you're exercising your right to not stand. So let everyone else exercise their right to speak out. And just because your friends and your, and your buddies all want to not be your friends and buddies anymore and hate on you and disrespect you, in your opinion, they're not your friends, they're not your teammates. There's a special salute where I come from where you stick your hand up and you put up a specific finger and you give it to those people who don't respect you. But we're told to respect somebody else's opinion because he is of half of another color. Now the NFL wants to bow down and suck the dick of people who are oppressed, who are speaking out, like LeBron James. I've never liked the guy. I'm a Michael Jordan fan. Can't stand LeBron James. Cocky son of a bitch. Oh, but it's okay for him to say things. Michael Jordan never said anything. Why him? Because he's a smart businessman. He's a smart man. Republicans buy shoes too. And they do. I buy Jordans. I respect Michael Jordan. I idolize Michael Jordan. I've built my life around Michael Jordan. And that winning mentality. But I don't build it around a cocky, arrogant, handed to, self-centered, arrogant piece of shit LeBron James. And anything he says, I don't even... I read it and go, well, you're an entitled person, so you feel that way. You've been entitled your whole life. You were told you're the chosen one. You even tattooed it on your body. Because you're so arrogant and cocky. Michael Jordan didn't do that. Michael Jordan didn't put a single tattoo on his body. Why? Because he is an idol. But then people say, well, that's his business. 
and it is if that's his way of doing it but I'm not going to tattoo on my body chosen one because I was chosen to eat the most hot dogs in a hot dog eating contest that would kind of make me a loser or someone with no life but oh let's just be the NFL and suck the dick of these people on to the NASCAR thing. I don't watch NASCAR. I have. I'm not a NASCAR fan. I don't even know who races anymore. If a guy wants to put Black Lives Matter on his car, there's nothing wrong with that. Whatever you want to do, that's fine. But don't, if you're going to add something, don't take away another thing from somebody. Because who are the number one fans of NASCAR? White people. So take away the Confederate flag, an object, something that flies in a country that's been here long, long before most of us ever were a twinkle in our daddy's nutsack. Let's take that away. Let's take it away. And then, and then people who speak out on it, let's degrade them, let's bash them, ridicule them, humiliate them in public because they're speaking their mind. Oh, he was just a... He was a worthless NASCAR driver anyways. I, the guy's name, I don't even... It, you can look it up. You can look up any NASCAR information you want right now. The internet is so so beautiful. I mean, Google what the hell is going on in NASCAR, and it gives you everything that's happening in the last 20, 25 years. 30 years. But... People are speaking out on it. And we're censoring what they're saying. Much like Drew Brees. Much like everyone else. We're not censoring what the others are saying. So why why do any censoring at all? They're not apologizing for anything they're saying. Colin Kaepernick isn't apologizing. Shouldn't he apologize for disrespect? Some say he has. I don't believe it. It's fine if you want. No one's saying you can't protest. If you kneel before the national anthem, that's fine. But if you stand and you respect, then that's fine. I'm not kneeling but for the, the, the Son of God, I'm for the Lord. That's the only time I kneel. I kneel in prayer. And that should be how it is. But then you got these cops who don't they want to keep their job they want to be loved so they're going to kneel with all these protesters and that's fine too but these are the very protesters bashing them the very people calling them racist but NASCAR wants to take a, an object away that's that's great let's just just take the American flag out. I mean, the NFL should might as well do away with the Star Spangled Banner and the National Anthem. You might as well just... Oh, let's just abolish it. Every sport's going to end up doing it anyway. We'll have a, 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 a generation of unpatriotic fucks. Let's just do that. Excuse my language, but... When you get going, sometimes the words slip out. And that's fine. But yeah. Just do away with all of it. No standing for the pledge. 
No more Star Spangled Banner. No more national anthem singers. Whitney Houston was a national. She didn't kneel. She sung. She sung one of the greatest national anthems of our time. Sing one of the greatest. That gives me goosebumps every time I hear it. It's an absolute respect to this country. And she did it willingly. She did it and, ex- and, and, and loved it and did a great job. And others that have came after have done the same thing. But people forget that. Or they don't want to remember. Or they want to say, well, she was, she was paid to do it. Or, or she was subjected to it. Or there's always an excuse. Like I said, we always move the goalpost. Because it's easy for us to say you're a racist. And end a conversation. Because we don't want to critically think. We don't want to have a conversation with a racist. Oh, you're racist. You hate me. No, I'm just telling you. If I hated you, I would drag you behind my truck. No, I'm not racist. Sorry, Jeff. I, <laughs> here, you looked at me. I, I knew I wasn't going to get any brownie points with that. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's funny. You can say he feels that way. I mean, honestly, folks, he, he really does. He has no, no filter at all either. But that's that, 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 that's how this is this is going. You throw the racist or racism word out there, people shut down quickly. They apologize. They 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 cower in fear. Drew Brees' career could have ended all in one statement. This could have ended four, three or four times now. But he apologizes so he can keep his job, keep his wealth, not embarrass his family. But who says he is? It's it's becoming more and more of a ploy to get people to a point where they just don't understand history. They don't want to understand history. They want to point the finger without any information, and that's fine. But do your homework before you do that. Folks, that's all I have this evening. The Jeff looks a little tired. It's it's time to call it a wraps on this one, folks. So hope to hear from you tomorrow if I don't get banned from all publications of podcast. <laughs> but remember, stand for Tucker Carlson. Stand up for what you believe. Don't cower. And God bless. Good night.